welcome to uh, the second episode in this little podcast on this little corner of the internet uh, <laughs> hope you're having a good day i'm not even going to say anything let's just jump right in um first of all uh, i wanted to address the whole uh, epic versus apple shenanigan um if you are new to this topic basically fortnite got pulled from the app store because it violated the app store's terms and conditions epic wasn't happy with the 30% cut that apple took from their purchases so they added in a sneaky little update an option called epic direct payment which skips the apple purchase process and takes you to their website where you can get it for cheaper and that went against the app store's terms of service so it was banned now here's the thing on ebay some people are selling iphones with fortnite installed for tens of thousands of dollars yikes but this is stupid because if you aren't familiar you can use apps like say alt store by riley tested to sideload custom apps onto your phone and the beauty of alt store is that apple can't revoke it or do anything about it because it uses your own developer signing certificate so you don't even need to pay for it it's completely free because you can have a free apple developer account but the catch is that you have to re-sign your apps every 7 days and if you have a paid account you have to re-sign it every year but i mean alt store takes care of that hindrance because as long as you have your computer on because your computer acts as kind of the main signing machine as long as you have your computer on and your iphone or ipad is connected to the same network as your computer you should be good you can just download a fortnite ipa of the internet and use alt store to install it so this basically means while people are out there selling fortnite installed iphones for tens of thousands of dollars and people actually buy them Here's me sitting in my bedroom and downloading Fortnite on my device using Alt Store. And the funny thing is using things like Alt Store isn't even illegal. It doesn't even violate Apple's terms of service or anything because technically Alt Store just uses your legal Apple ID with a legal developer certificate to sign your apps. and i can say that all store works because i've used it to sideload a number of very handy apps by the way one i want to point out especially for people who copy and paste things a lot is clip it's like an amazing clipboard manager it's one of the amazing apps available on all store no this episode was not sponsored by all store but uh, you totally go check it out if you have an iOS device and the best thing updates don't destroy all store well 
until they come out anyway i was testing the ios 14 beta for a while like since uh, around the end of june and uh, i was kind of disappointed the ios 14 beta on iphones great me using an ipad as my primary device meh not so great which brings us to ipad os 14 i don't know why i felt like apple cheaped out on this one you don't get the great features from ios 14 like the app library or widgets on the home screen well the redesigned widgets are here but you can't put them on your home screen and that's like the main highlight of these widgets so does that even count anyway that probably doesn't matter because ios 14 and the latest ios 14.2 beta which i'm currently on have been jailbroken that's right ios 14 which literally came out 10 days ago has already been successfully jailbroken and if you're on an ipad like me and you miss the ios 14 features well that's no problem because jailbreak tweets have solid substitutes for each of those so for the widgets you have a jailbreak tweak for the app library you have a similar jailbreak tweak and well if you don't want to say put your device at risk get out store if your warranty is already void and oh well if your warranty is already void and you don't want to uh, like you're not that cautious about your device then you can jailbreak um so you can use the latest check range jailbreak only if you're on a device that has an a9 or a9x chip or lower that's the big catch that means you need to be on an iphone 6s or se or anything that came out before that to pull this off successfully um the check rain team says an iphone 7 jailbreak for the a10 chip should be out soon and uh, jailbreaks for future chips should be coming later this year or next year now let's talk super mario 64 it is basically the new doom you know doom right uh, it belongs to bethesda as i talked about in my previous episode microsoft buying bethesda so i don't think we're gonna be seeing newer versions of doom on devices like we've gotten with the old doom like seriously it runs on DOS, it runs on pretty much every console you can think of. Heck, it runs on calculators for crying out loud. And Super Mario 64 is following suit. It of course runs on the original N64, but it also runs on, in chronological order, <laughs> PlayStation 2, Sega Dreamcast, PlayStation 3, um what else oh yeah nintendo wii u nintendo switch 
and who could forget the Nintendo 3DS and new Nintendo 3DS and it also runs on Android and of course it runs on PC and surprisingly it's been ported to run on MS-DOS I wonder what we're gonna be seeing next PS1 port, original Xbox port let's make it happen so Mario 64 is running on everything and it's being modded all the time and the community has made native ports to all these devices sure they may not be the best they have some graphical glitches here and there or audio is not working or something especially in case of like the ps2 ps3 and dreamcast ports those are extremely early ports switch port still has some bugs to sort out the pc port might i say is absolutely flawless and the android port has also caught on and is equally surprising and uh, the wii u port of course the wii u port is amazing the 3ds port it is so optimized it even has like a mini map on the bottom screen and you can shift the hud to the bottom screen and uh, you can uh, install custom models new texture packs do all that stuff and it runs in widescreen natively not just widescreen any resolution for that matter you may even put it in portrait mode and this thing works fine sure some of the hard elements over overlap but your game experience is basically unaffected and that's nice i mean that's astonishing considering you might remember the nintendo giga leaks from a while ago uh, that contained leaked source code for some of these games this pc port didn't even use that code this pc port was in the works long before that port e that code even existed it was manually reverse engineered and decompiled by many hard-working people and that i think is true dedication after a short break we'll be back to talk about some more well stuff see you in maybe a few seconds haha <laughs> oh boy this is a big one so uh, before this break i mentioned like I briefly touched on the Nintendo Giga Leak. Uh, a lot of their old source code was leaked. Well, it seems Microsoft has suffered the same thing. The source code of Windows Server 2003, Windows 2000, several versions of Windows NT and MS-DOS and other stuff has been leaked. And the standout thing that was in there was the source code for something that i'm pretty sure made up most of our childhoods the legendary windows xp now this was shared in the form of a torrent on the 4chan forums it was leaked on the 24th of september so two days ago and uh 
I don't know. My mind is just blown by this. Oh, also, um, bad news for Chromecast if you love Xbox. Haha. <laughs> if you have, like, an Android TV, so, like, you know, Google's Android TV OS, or a Fire TV, Fire TV stick from Amazon, well... <laughs> Here's some bad news for you. You remember Project X Cloud? Well, it turns out that X Cloud's not available on devices like the Chromecast or Fire TV or, for that matter, Chromebooks. So, if you were planning to uh, play some Xbox exclusives on your uh, Google device, screw that. You'll have to change your mind. So, if you aren't aware, Project X Cloud is basically uh, Microsoft's uh, equivalent to something like Google Stadia, basically a cloud gaming service. And uh, it has already been banned from the App Store for violating the App Store terms of service. And now this. Boy, Microsoft's going to kind of have a hard time, but also not because, well, they have great games, including the legendary Minecraft. Whatever they do, whatever they say, I might get xCloud just for Minecraft. You have no idea how much I love Minecraft. Anyway, um, what's next? Ah, ha, ha. So, apparently, a kid had, like, some kid, I have no idea who, but a, a random kid just sent out a message to, like, Apple and Google tip to uh, remove iOS and Android malware or spyware applications, and, uh, well, it helped remove apps that had combined 2.4 million downloads. That's one child. And uh, we've seen these scams before. They pose as apps for entertainment, wallpapers, music, all that garbage. You know, uh, free racing car simulator, 100% free or... Dream camera selfie editor, all that stuff, you know. Uh, it was a young girl, and uh, she pointed out a profile on uh, TikTok, uh, which was promoting these apps. And uh, Avast, yeah, I'm sure you know Avast, Avast Security, Avast Antivirus. They caught on to that girl's message and uh, they confirmed that these apps contain malware. So, wow, what a shocker. Anyway, um, moving on, Huawei. Things are not going good for Huawei. You might have heard of the Huawei ban already. And... Uh, they're having a really hard time because they've been banned from pretty much everything. 
At first, they were banned from using Google Android. So basically, Android, but you don't get like the Play Store or Gmail or Chrome or basically all the essential apps on an Android device, the Google apps. Um, so no big deal, they launched the Huawei App Gallery and HMS or Huawei Mobile Services to replace GMS, Google Mobile Services. Then came the TSMC ban, the number one chip manufacturer for mobile phones around the world can't work with Huawei anymore. So then rumors said Huawei was considering using MediaTek chips, but the US got wind and banned that too. So where could they go now? Well, there was local Chinese chip manufacturer, SMIC, but the US convinced SMIC was from Huawei's own home country to stop making chips for Huawei phones. Things are not looking good for them. But strangely enough, this only affects their phones and networking department, which are their two biggest departments. They also make things like Windows laptops and components like that, the software from Microsoft that is Windows and the chips from Intel and AMD. Those guys have not been banned from working with Huawei because Huawei laptops don't sell very well. Um, so basically the US is only targeting their primary markets. So um, if you're a really devout Huawei fan, I guess buy Huawei laptops. Is that the message we're getting from here? I don't think so. Anyway, Microsoft Teams has some new features up its sleeve including new scenes for together mode. So together mode is like this feature where uh, it creates a virtual green screen behind you and puts you in like, uh, there's an auditorium with some chairs and it puts you there. Uh, coming later this year are more types of auditoriums, some conference rooms, a coffee shop and a bunch of other scenes and uh, you can also select a default scene for all meetings if you are a presenter and they have done a bunch of other stuff like improving the search experience powered by Microsoft search and uh, play my emails so basically like Cortana reads your emails out and uh, Microsoft Stream, the uh, meeting recording service, yeah, it also has a bunch of other stuff like video creation, sharing, viewing in your organization and uh, they are apparently redesigning it from the ground up and these experiences among some other updates will be available over the coming year. So, late, uh, quarter 4, 2020 to 
sometime in 2021 these features are rolling out and uh, that's all I have for today it was pretty short but well oh and subscribe